Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Not only are we tiptoeing our way down the field like Baker Mayfield was on that Nick Chubb touchdown run, but we are tiptoeing our way to a potential AFC playoff berth. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the LOTL uh, Deerfield Gridiron postgame show. I'm your host, Dan, here with Ryan and Steve. How are we doing, gentlemen? Oh, it's another great day. Uh, another win. Can't say enough about it. I mean, things just all, they just seem to be falling into place right now for the Browns. It's good. Absolutely. I keep thinking about the fact that in many years past, we don't get seven victory Mondays. At all. At all. But I'm thinking like in combined years. You yeah. Know, think about the number. How many years would it have taken for us to have gotten to seven victory Mondays? It's just. Yeah. It, we're one game away. Usually it takes from, us two years. And yeah, that, that one, least. that really bad stretch, it took us. Three. More than, it took us over three. It took us into the fourth year because <sighs> there there was the uh uh Mike Pettin's last year, we went three and thirteen. Uh Hugh Jackson's first year, we went one and fifteen. Hugh Jackson's second year, we went oh and sixteen. We had four wins in three years. And uh it uh it took uh the man Baker Mayfield to get drafted number one overall to uh to quell that. I know that pisses a lot of people off out there because people like to hate on on my guy. But uh, who admittedly wasn't exactly great today, but we'll get into that. But the Browns win. The Browns move to seven and three, the and Browns. are currently getting a lot of help. Uh, you know, it was funny is last week we won, but we got almost no help, and we were a six and three team that was actually looking from the outside into the playoff race. Now the Browns, I think, as it stands right now, are the fourth seed because they moved above the Ravens. Yeah, we're second in the AFC North, so we flip flop with the Ravens, which just always delights me. No, Thank it you. just warms the cockles. Of it your was heart. it was an interesting game for me to watch because t- uh, with the Titans and the Ravens playing, you know, we have an important game with the Titans coming up in a few weeks. Boy, that game so is massive. I did not want to root for them, but I'm thinking like, yeah, the Ravens, I was like, who do you division, root for in that game? No right? good, there was no good scenario. So, I, frankly, at the end, when of the in day, doubt, root against the Ravens. That's exactly right. My divisional hate won out, so I was slightly right. pulling for the Titans. So they're tied with us at seven and three. <laughs> Um, but we're in second. And so I think, long story short, I, I believe you're correct. We pretty much just took over where the Ravens were last week, which is four, um, possibly three. I think – no, I think the, I think the four seed. Um, it would have to be fifth because you have the four division leaders in oh, one, two, yeah, three, four. Yeah. But, the, you know, you, fifth, you could right. be top wild card right, right. at this point. I guess I guess I was I was looking at it as, like, just record. Yeah. Right. That's, um, that's a good From point, a record though. standpoint because you got the Steelers, the Chiefs, and then – the Titans are Colts, and then the the Bills are out there. I think the Bills are seven and three. Yeah, and then the Raiders play the the Raiders play the Chiefs tonight, which we'll get into mm-hmm. when we go around the NFL. But yeah, if you go back to the victory Mondays, the Browns today was seventh win of the season that ties their total from 2014 and 2018. You got to go all the way back to 2007 for the last time that they had more season than of seven dreams. victories. Mm-hmm. Derek Anderson so. hashtag season of dreams. <laughs> Ten I mean, and six, and we didn't make the playoffs, ugh. and we call it a season of dreams. Crazy. Well, I mean, under the current format, they would have been that seventh uh, yeah. team yeah. in yeah. the playoffs in 2007, but. Uh, the, the AFC, only six made it then. Yeah, the AFC is crazy this year. They are log jammed. <sighs> Going into today, there were six teams at six and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee won, and we won. At the moment, well, I'll hold on to that. We'll go around the league later. But there, there's a couple games that are currently in the works. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the uh, the slate plays out. Yeah, let's uh, let's focus on our game right now. Let's. Yeah. Uh, Let's go through kind of what happened. It's about um, six twelve local time right now, so uh, <laughs> we'll just let things marinate just a little bit. Yeah, because by the time by the time we're done with this, we'll know pretty much the outcomes of all the games except for the Sunday night and the Monday night game. 
But thank, uh, you can thank my family for this for our slightly later start today. <laughs> uh, it was a divided household today. I was just going to uh, get to that. You have an interesting perspective uh, from Philadelphia. Um, you know, Eagles. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Philly. I, we both watch a lot of their games. Uh, we have a lot of advanced intel on this game. And, and <laughs> well, I said last week, and I was assuming Miles Garrett was going to play then. I didn't know he was going to catch coronavirus this week. But uh, that the Browns' D-line was going to be dominant today, that the Eagles were not going to be able to block what happens. We have uh, three Eagle turnovers, uh, two interceptions, one fumble, I believe. Um, then you had the deflected ball that was picked off for return for a touchdown. Okay. I mean, that's... But the one thing I think is amazing for a guy who gets hit as much as he does, Carson Wentz sure likes to hang on to the ball. Oh, he loves it. And and it happened twice. One on on the play where he got hit as he threw and it was it was intercepted, returned for a touchdown. And then again later on where the Eagles are back on their own four yard line, he's standing back there for four or five seconds waiting for a route to develop. He's standing in the end zone. Yeah. Like well, that was the well, safety. What are you play, doing? Right? <laughs> I I think I think he's seeing ghosts right now. Um He's not seeing the field at all. Exactly. That's sure. I don't think he know he has no idea what's going on out there right now. And that's scary if you're an Eagles fan because this is the guy that you gave 140 million dollars to and uh whether you like it or not, he's going to be back as the Eagles quarterback next year because his contract's fully guaranteed. Nobody's trading for Carson Wentz right now. No. So uh they Doug Peterson and he's not without fault in this either because I mean, I that guy, I don't know where the magic went from their Super Bowl run of uh, 28, was that 2017, 2018? Yes. Where that went, or, or maybe he just used it all up in that, in that season, but my gosh, that guy, boy. I, I'll tell you this, Wentz, Wentz is playing poorly. His, It seems like the Eagles every year are just constantly getting injuries uh, of their receivers. Yeah. Uh, their offensive line stinks. Uh, their coaching staff stinks. So while uh, Carson Wentz is not playing well, he's also not getting any help. So no. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for him because, I mean, he stinks. I mean, it's it's death taxes and Carson Wentz turning over the football. Like, he's he's worse than what Baker was last year as far as turning the football over. This guy turns the ball over two to three times every game. Dan, I think you made the point on text at one point today that uh... – the Eagles this year are like the Browns in 2019. They they yeah. make, they turn the ball over. They make bad situational Stupid football. They penalties. turn it over twice in the red zone. How many today. times did they jump off sides? Yeah, yeah, three or four times. Mm -hmm. Baker was utilizing that hard count again. My favorite thing though, they're still in first place in their division. Unbelievable. <laughs> the NFC least is up. coming on strong. Yeah. Uh, assuming it, the Cowboys hang on and win, and they're they're up by two scores on the Vikings right now. Every single team in that division is going to have three wins. Right. And because of their tie with the Bengals, thank you, Cincinnati, uh, they yeah. will be in first place, which just, again, is hilarious to me. But, I mean, so we, we know – We ripped up Peterson for playing for the tie in that game. Who would have thought that it might end up being really significant? Oh, seriously. <laughs> well, so, you know, you, so you guys were talking a lot about Doug Peterson, and I think there was a lot of suspect play calling on both sides, at least to start the game. I, I'll, I'll say this. Looking at Stefanski – I don't necessarily love all the play calling, but one of the things I've been consistently happy with is the fact that his halftime uh, half adjustments really have seemed to pan out. And now could it just be a function of uh, Chubb and Hunt? Just Chunt. Yeah, I tweeted about that, by the way. I don't know. If anybody out there has an idea for a nickname for them, it's like chunt. the combined that isn't Chunt. Ken, we, Ken we, Carmen dubbed it as we, Chunt. We have and I'm to do better. Shout out That's, Kenny Kenny C. I tweeted it. It sounds like something you I wouldn't be allowed to it's, say in front of my grandmother. It sounds bad. It sounds it's, like a, some kind of slur. It's, it's Chunt. It's bad. It's just so it bad. It sounds like the C word that you're yeah. not allowed to call no, a female. Yeah, yeah. It sounds horrible. And it's one letter away from it. Yeah, it's awfully close. And frankly, I don't care for it. So we need to find a better nickname for, chunt. for I guess, Hub? I mean, really? Hub? Are you Hub? really complaining about this? You, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you, your nickname for Nick Chubb is an eggplant emoji. So yeah, that's you're a, literally that's saying. Clever. Oh, that's clever. That's oh, clever. Okay. Chunt okay. is just yeah, so it's lame. Clever. It's just, it's, you're just smushing their names together. That's not original. That's a, that's a lame take. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. But it, all I, <laughs> anyway, I was talking, talking play calling. It seems like at halftime, Stefanski adjusted really well, and Peterson kept trying the same thing over and over again. I mean, looking at, at the stats, Wentz had 35 attempts. It was a rainy, windy – it was another gross day in Cleveland. 
Baker, by comparison, only 22 attempts. Looking at stat lines, 12 of 22 for 200 yards is not exactly going to, like, excite you. But yet again, Baker went without at least interceptions. He he did have the fumble. You could put that on Teller because Wyatt Teller – had an un- uncharacteristically game bad today. game. Yeah, yeah. A They're, lot of our offensive line did not start strong. I mean, uh, Batonio had an unusually had bad game. game. Yeah. Teller had his probably worst game of the season. They were awful. Um, the first they quarter. they did not yeah. play really well, well at all. I'll credit the I'll credit the Eagles and I'll credit their game planning. They just run blitzed us essentially on every single. They were play. putting eight nine in the box. They were like they okay, knew what was They happening. were like okay yeah Brown you're not running the ball so uh, going into you're just not going to do it. Uh, going into, I think it was like halfway through the third quarter, or going into the fourth quarter, we were averaging like a one and a half yards a carry. Yeah, I mean it was it was bad. Kareem, <laughs> Kareem Hunt had negative rushing yards, even when he scored that ridiculously leaping touchdown run he had. Did anybody else get like shades of Michael Jordan jumping from the uh, uh, free throw line? That was incredible. That, that's exactly what I. That thought. leap was that was insane. like a that was a four and a half or five yard leap. Yeah, and he scored. Yeah, yeah it's not like the the Eagles defender was. You know, horizontal on that play. He was still up, like probably more yeah. than 45 yeah, degrees, yeah. lunging at him, and he was still able to vault him. It was unbelievable. Yeah, cleared the dude, too. You know, the, the analyst dude. said that he looked like an Olympic long jumper, like, you know, doing the whole leg scissors in the air to try to get the <laughs> extra distance. I mean, literally, that's that's exactly what he did. Oh, you mean Stink, Mark Schlereth? Hell yeah. That was uh, Mark. I love Mark Schlereth. He was our. He was our. Uh, Color commentator today with yeah. uh, Adam Amin yep. yeah, on Fox. We had better, uh, better, Levine? better commentary. Adam today. Amin. Oh, Amin. No, not Adam <laughs> Levine. Levine. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> Can imagine how much he doesn't know about football. Um, but yeah, <laughs> all he knows is sugar and girls let... like you. Yeah, you know what? Talented. Hey, much love, much respect. I don't know if he knows anything about. Cleveland oh, about I thought football. you were talking about. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, apparently, yeah. apparently, I I had a. I had a tough time remembering who Adam Levine was because I just, yeah, okay, never mind, <laughs> never mind. We're going down a road, but yeah, looking at the running numbers, yeah, Chubb twenty carries, Kareem Hunt thirteen. Hunt only had eleven yards on those thirteen carries. Yeah, that is not a particularly strong outing. No, but he well, had he, the touchdown, which matters, you know. Yeah, he got uh, he got strung out on a couple of a uh, couple of runs. There was the one on third down uh, where uh, David and Joku just olayed the defensive end. And uh, we ended up getting a six-yard loss on third and on like third and three. Or oh, something. that was terrible! The, the, the defender. Can we stop he, he playing like him? By the way, yards yeah. into the backfield. Like, on that play. like bring up Steven Carlson or whoever we have as a tight end on the practice squad. Like, just stop playing him. He he dropped the first he had one pass target play of the today. Game. Dropped yeah, it. dropped it first play of the game, and then Kevin Stefanski's like, "Well, I'm not throwing you the ball the rest of the game." Yeah, it was bad. and then he and then uh, he's never been able to block. So if he can't catch, then what what does he what purpose does he serve? I mean, other than he's a third, other than he's a he's a third string tight end that wants to that that publicly demands for a trade and then retracts it and then and then leaks it. His agent leaks it that he wants to get traded and then he says that he never said anything to anybody. Like, I I've never seen as much drama for a third string tight end as I have with David and Joku. I mean, he's got that. There's nothing personal. No, but. No, I mean, I, come on, guy, catch a catch a pass before you can like start trying to dictate where you play your NFL football. Yeah, at the end of the day, he's. It could just be the fact that he still has that first round draft pick mentality. It's the fact maybe he's still salty that Hooper got paid all that money. There's a million reasons why it could happen. At the end of the day, he's not producing. It's your fault. And football, we know this in professional sports across the board, but yeah. uh, especially football, it's next man up. And if you aren't producing, somebody's going to get your reps. Yeah. Uh, newsflash, David. They signed Austin Hooper because you weren't living up to your first round uh, draft status. Well, and we and we drafted um, Harrison Bryant yep. as well. And, and don't get me wrong, who immediately like, jumped him in the depth chart in yeah, training camp. Yeah, and it's a shame because like when you look at the two guys. And Joku's clearly the, the, the superior athlete. Yeah. But By the way, he of, didn't have a lot. He didn't have. Uh, I don't even know if he caught a pass today. He got that outside kick at the end of the game. He did, thankfully, because I was. You Which know. was not insignificant because on a day where it's extremely wet outside, yes. recovering an onside kick, the ball's just you know kind of flipping over. It's it's not the easiest thing to do. That 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 kid reminds me of Kittle. That's I lofty mean, yeah. expectations, but yeah. it's the look. It's his athleticism. It's downright to like the face mask he wears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He looks like George Kittle. He it's, just needs to grow his hair out. Right. I mean, it's a generous comparison, but it's I, if it were to happen, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's hey, been, George Kittle came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't have told you anything about him prior to a right. year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, our, our tight end situation, we, we've got the depth there. Um, yep. At the end of the day, yeah, Njoku's clearly not going to be part of the future. And that's no. frankly, that's fine because he's always been potential in Cleveland. He's yep. always been, well, if he's healthy or, oh, well, once he learns how to catch a little bit better, like – you can't talk about well if he learns to catch a little bit better about your first round a first round draft pick. That's, that's just craziness. Um, but uh, yeah, you know another fun stat uh, from the game. We're gonna flip it real quick to defense. Guess who led the team in tackles again? Sandejo. <laughs> yep. I that's hate. not necessarily a good thing. Though. <laughs> I hate this guy. When a safety leads your team in tackles, that's not good. Oh, it's so. Your bad. linebackers should lead your team in tackles. Co- correct. So, but since we don't have, well, yeah. hey. Taki Taki had a pick six today. I like, tweeted you know, this. I want to put it on the into record. Fell his bread basket, but I want to run a forty against him. I'm going <laughs> to find his combine time. Was, who who was it? You or no, my uh, Mike, my brother yeah, posted. My brother he, Mike he, texted in our text chain that uh, the running back. I'm assuming it was Miles Sanders. Mm. Uh, made himself a business decision after that because he just didn't run after Taki right, Taki. Correct. Yeah. Like He's not trying to get like trucked if the, by. If, there, if there's one guy. That's going to be able to track him down. It's going to be Miles Sanders or Boston Scott. I don't remember who was in the game at the time. Miles but. Sanders is like five two though. Like there's no way that was going to work out in his favor. Right, but yeah. he could at least like like cut him down and shove him out of bounds. I mean, Taki was running up the sidelines. You could push him out of bounds. Running is very generous of you, by the way. That man was lumbering, <laughs> lumbering, lumbering Rumb- at best, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we yeah. Uh, we we were talking about the two ninety and- uh, tight end almost oh, caught him. Good lord. That was. It looked like he had his shoelaces tied together or something. It was crazy, but hey, you know what? Credit where it's due. The man uh, was in the right place at the right time. He made the move and he caught the ball and uh, somehow he found his way <laughs> into the end zone. You know what I mean? Like it was that was that was a crazy play. And getting um, back to Sendejo for a minute, mm. he made one of the most boneheaded plays I've oh, seen in a long that. time. <laughs> the Eagles receiver is running a post over the middle, and the guy just decides to deck him. <laughs> Even though he didn't get the ball thrown through, wasn't that that was a sack? Didn't we sack him? It was yeah. Po- yeah, he cost uh, Sheldon Richardson about half a sack, I believe. Yeah, you know he's going to hear about that. 100 percent. Shelly Shelly doesn't doesn't mi- doesn't mince words. No, he is he every is. time. Every time Miles Garrett gets a sack, he tells he tells Miles that he gets half of that. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Sheldon Richardson is one of my favorite. Uh, oh, he's Brown fantastic. Of, uh, he is fantastic. Uh, of recent times. Um, speaking of de- the defensive line, Olivier Vernon was second uh, on the team in tackles today, three of which were sacks. Yeah, he, I mean, for for as much uh, as much crap as we give him or we have given him on this show, hey, shout out to to Olivier for, uh, for his due, game man. today. He was a monster. The man, he was unblockable. Out. And you know, for as much crap as we give the Eagles' offensive line, he was matched up against the one part of the Eagles' offensive line you thought, as an Eagles fan, you could. You could, you know, be good, be okay about, and that's Jason Peters. Like, you put him out there, even though he's older. I mean, you know, f- future Hall of Famer, right? I just, I think what's sad is, and this is tough. Every player who tries to string it out maybe a little bit too long comes to this point where it's yeah. like, well, maybe they're not what they used to be because, right. at the end of the day, and I don't mean this as a slight to Vernon because he did what needed to be done. It's not like this was a Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald, the T.J. Watt. I mean, like Vernon. Again, oh, a couple sure. of years ago was in maybe in that class, but three sacks for him today. Um, that was awesome, and it, the one it, was the it, safety. Yeah, and one of them really mattered which, because for which a while, bravo to was, us because it helped us cover the spread. That was my next point. Because, well, not Steve because he switched his pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were close again, and it's like we've talked about this, and I was like, man, it's another tight game, and I was like, do I go with Philly just on principle because I've been burned picking the Browns in these three ish yeah. point spread. This week was three and a half. I was like, I don't know, man. Do I do so? I'm glad I stuck with it, but again, just barely with that late touchdown. I wonder what uh-huh. our record is this year against the spread. Browns. Browns are. Yeah, they were doing well early question. on. I know we have that. two losses for sure because the the loss of the Ravens Baltimore and the Steelers. Even though right. we weren't favored in those games, we weren't we weren't thirty point underdogs. Right. Correct. So those that's absolutely correct. That that that'll be some interesting. We'll do some homework. I we'll think, talk about think, that on Tuesday. I think we didn't cover. They did against, not cover against the Bengals the first time or they, the Raiders. They, no, they didn't cover that either. Uh, but I think our, I think I think pretty our much record all the against, other games. Well, they didn't cover against Houston because of the Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think our record thing. against the spread is worse than we think. Yeah, it's probably under five hundred or worse. Yeah, we we covered Dallas. Yeah, uh, I think we covered Indy. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. we covered covered today. We covered today. That's three. So that's three and five. We have what two other games that, that are out there? 
the second Bengals game. Did we cover that? No, because Cody Parkey missed the extra point. <laughs> oh, that's right. So that's six. So we're at best four and, four and six. six against the spread. I, I can't remember that, that outlier game. Almost the inverse of our, of our actual record. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What was that other game? Uh, what are missing here? Um, it's earlier in the season. It's got to be. There's Dallas, Indy. Who do we play after Indy? I'm going to pull it up right now. Oh, Washington. We no, covered. Washington was okay. earlier before that. So, but yeah. We're four and six against the spread. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we. Washington uh, was after. Uh, it was the third game was of after, the year. It was after yeah. Cincinnati. Yep. We were one and one going into that game, and we won 34 yep. 20. Yeah. So, we I did s- cover that game. Yeah. You know what's yeah, crazy? Four and six. Looking at like looking at recent history, and I know the weather has played a, a, a big part in this. Yeah. We were. Look. Three Early worst se- days of weather we had all month. We beat the Bengals week two, 35-30. Week three, we beat Washington, 34-20. Week four, we beat the Cowboys, 49-38. to The past couple weeks, yeah. today was the most points we scored in the past uh, three weeks Yeah, you would think at 22. You would think, uh, being a cold-weather team, that we would be equipped to play in the in the, uh, uh, in the in the elements. Uh, at least offensively, we're not, which which is weird because we're a run first team. You well, would think in you would think in the wind and the rain, like you know, we would still be able to put up those points. But we've struggled mightily on offense the last three last three games. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the last three games, uh, the Browns have struggled to run the ball in the first <coughs> half. They don't seem to get the running game going until well after halftime. I don't know if that's just because the other yeah, teams especially are the last strong. two weeks. You know, teams once they get worn down in the second half, it becomes easier to run the ball. But um, the Raiders game was the one where that formula didn't really work because the Browns were trailing. Exactly, um, exactly. Toward the end of the game. And yeah. they couldn't get off the field on third down to save their lives that day either, of course. Yeah, you know, a couple weeks ago, you and I had a knockdown drag out about who was more to blame. Yes. Um, and you texted us, you're like, you said something to the effect of uh, if the Browns can't score and end up losing like 13 to 12 or something like that. Well, they couldn't score an offensive touchdown. They, right. They, you know, they you can't really make it. And any- today – Today, all they could have won the game. Today mm-hmm. and even last week, I would have been one hundred percent with you. This game, if we didn't win this game, is one hundred ninety eight percent on the offense because the defense, you know, they've been much maligned for the majority of this season. They've played well the last three weeks or the last three games, well enough to win. Yeah. And luckily, as bad as our offense has looked at times, we've played well enough to win on offense just barely and we've we've managed to win two of these three bad weather games that we've had the last three games you know i made this point to, to my brother and my dad that, that during the game it's almost like we're watching a different sport than what you did back in september yeah absolutely. When you had these teams just passing the ball Who's all Matthew over the place for, by the way um i mean I, ostensibly he was voting for, for the browns but okay. uh that's a word of the day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there it is. It's he didn't word. actually say, but uh, I mean, I feel like every, his yep. team of rooting interest is two and seven. So he, right. you know, right. But they have their quarterback though. Justin Herbert's a friggin' monster. Yeah. yeah how are they two and seven? That's they, crazy. They they lose they more lose close. close game. They move. They, they lose. They blow more leads than the Cowboys do. They have to be the best bad team. In Horrible. The they have. Yeah. To, they have to be. Justin Herbert should win Rookie of the Year, and they're awful. That is mad. Just awful. Well, they're up right now. Uh, yeah, they're going to win today, probably. They're, they're playing the Jets, so that's exactly a low bar, but yeah, they're winning. Hey, any, yeah, any win's a good win. You know, I actually, I'm going to say that next week after we <laughs> hopefully beat the Jags. I actually ribbed my brother about this earlier because he's like, well, you know, the Chargers better not lose the Jets today. I'm like, well, if you want to get the first pick, you might want them to lose today. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> that's Very the thing. True. when you're When your team is so bad – like when you're in like two, three wins we've territory. been in many times. Yeah, I, and I, I, you know what's you know what's great about that is mm. if the Chargers if the Chargers would somehow lose this game and end up going two and fourteen and somehow the Jets win two games, which is literally impossible at this point. <laughs> they're worse than the zero sixteen Browns. I'm convinced of it. Um, but if they uh, if the you know the Chargers are going to have their quarterback of the future, and if they somehow get the number one pick. They're going to be able to hold somebody ransom for like three or four first round picks oh, in yeah. in a trade negotiation for that. Be like, hey, you want the number one pick? We already got our quarterback here. You want Trevor Lawrence? Here it is. Give us three first round picks and a second round pick, and you can have them. Well, it's like the Dallas inverse. is another team that might be able to do that too if they ended up in that spot. 
Yeah, and it's like the inverse of where the Texans are at right now. So they're also a bad team, and they also have their quarterback of the future, but they don't own any of their own stock for the next, what, two years or so? And yeah. so, you know, like we've talked about this in a couple uh, episodes of past where you want to at least – if you're going to be a bad team, you want to at least have a quarterback because you can figure out the rest of the pieces parts right. much easier than the right. quarterback itself. So you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, quite honestly, either one of them are probably going to yield some kind of, of haul for whoever has the first or second or third pick if that team also feels confident where they're at quarterback-wise. Speaking of quarterback, Dan, how was our quarterback today? <laughs> it's funny how you said that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm the number one Baker uh, supporter. I know Ryan's a big Baker supporter as well. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, there were times in the first half, and I and I tweeted about it. I'm like, Baker's got to be better. Hundred percent has to be better. He was bad in the first half, and 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 it it really showed itself when he missed Hooper on that touchdown. That Terrible. was so bad, man. Such a well designed play. They had the oh, Eagles rolling to the right. He, he rolls two, out to the left. He had two options on that play, and both of them would have scored him a touchdown, and they were to the same side of the field, and he missed them both. Mm. Well, and the play that led up to that, the pass interference call, a better throw scores. We're not even exactly. in that, we're not even in that situation right. with a better 100%. throw. 100%. Yes. He was, he the, was the, horrible. The he, he just needed to loft it. No, yep. it was it was the t- um, it was the pass to uh, uh, Harrison Bryant, Bryant that got yeah. in the P.I. Oh, yeah. Okay, it, different drive. Yeah. 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 It um, was, it's just the first half. Bad. Ugly. It was bad. Ugly. It was really bad. And, you know, anybody, you know, any Baker uh, – What's the word? Supporter, apologist, Baker, apologist <laughs> could say, "Ooh, it's raining all day," but I guarantee you, Baker would tell you over a over a over a brewski that um, it was much easier to play in the weather today than it had been the, the previous two games. It's impossible uh, to ab- throw the football absolutely. in fifty mile an hour winds. It's you, not that hard to throw the ball in the rain. It's harder to catch. So if our receivers would have dropped balls, you know, I wouldn't. The, the Njoku one had nothing to do with the rain. That guy just can't catch. It just, he has stone hands. <laughs> but, yeah, those the, the first throw that got the that got the P.I., that was bad because he needed to lead. If he leads him to the to the, uh, to the back pylon, that's a touchdown. Uh, Hooper was wide open, and then Hooper was wide open at the back of the end zone, and then Bryant was wide open at the goal line. And with the way that Baker was – he was backpedaling when he threw because there were two guys in his face because – that's a short – that's a – it's almost like a screenplay where the tight ends are going to let the pass rushers in on that side because if the pass rushers come in, that leaves them open in the end zone. So you really don't need time back there. So Baker's backpedaling. What would have been easier for him was to throw it to Bryant at the goal line, which is a shorter pass when you're backpedaling, and Bryant would have just walked into the end zone. But he tried to go over the top to Hooper and just, I mean I, – Just sailed it. Like it was, just, it was so it was, bad that Hooper leaped as high as he could and couldn't get a hand on it. He like it was that it in bad. The stands. I mean, it was really bad. Really, I mean, there, there's no defending that. It was awful. Now I'll just go back to um, it what ended I, up being even more significant because Kareem Hunt didn't do a right hand plant when he was trying to go for the end zone. Yeah, he that was elbow down early. That was now, oh man, that might small win. thing, but. Ended up being huge. Oh, it was. Yeah, that, I mean, that that literally might be that might be on the season the closest almost touchdown of mm-hmm. the season. I mean, honest mm-hmm. to God, that ball was at the inch yard line. Yeah, that was hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, um, mm. yeah. So there's no defending Baker on uh, on that sequence. That was really bad. Um, and uh, a true developed franchise quarterback makes those plays. So there's there's no I can't defend that. Um, I will say. For to Baker's credit, what's the biggest criticism of Baker Mayfield over you know his first year? He was all rookie. He was great. Like when you you look at his rookie year, you're like that's our franchise quarterback without a doubt. Last year and then parts some parts of this year. What's been the issue? Turning the ball turnover over. city. What has he not done the last three games in the inclement weather? He hasn't turned the ball over. Yeah. Um, the fumble he had. I'm not going to put on Baker Mayfield. Wyatt Teller got just got blown up by Fletcher Cox. I'm not putting that. That's that's not one where 
Baker was like unaware of the pocket and the pocket collapsing on him. Like Wyatt Teller got bull rushed right back into Baker. There's nothing Baker could have done that with that. But as far as like interceptions go, Baker hasn't turned the ball over in the last three games. If he turns the ball over once in any of in in each of the last three games, we might not win any of these any of those games. Yeah. So I'm going to give Baker credit for taking care of the football. Um, he hasn't made that egregious mistake that seemingly he made last year at least once a game where, you know, he just throws the ball, throws the interception. You're like, what the hell? Where was he throwing the football? He's not doing that. So I see the improvement there. The next step for him is, okay, uh, he needs to make that throw to Hooper. He needs to make that throw to Bryant. He needs to, you know, Baker could have had a couple of touchdown passes today. That's the, the reason why he's not throwing a bunch of touchdown passes right now is because he's missing those throws. The good thing is, is he's not missing and they're not going into the, oppo- the opponent's hands. So that's good. You know, Ryan, you said last week that eventually Baker is going to have to make the transition from being not the reason that we, we don't lose the game, but the reason that we win the game. And that's probably coming soon when you start talking about these games like Tennessee, Baltimore coming up, which are going to determine where the Browns ultimately end up this season. It might be good enough to get by Jacksonville next week, but you know, reckoning is coming eventually. Yeah, you read my mind. I was thinking just that. You know, we've won these past couple of weeks uh, against some pretty sub sub average teams. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville coming up, even though they're at, you know we're playing in Jacksonville, I feel good about that. But yeah. Looking at, we have three weeks in a row at Tennessee, at home against the Ravens, and then at the Giants. I'm telling you, the Giants are a sneaky team. They are tough. They're well coached. They don't, they might not be there yet, but that's not going to be the walk in the park that we thought they would be early in the season. They've lost a lot of close games. Um, they've been they've been really in a lot of their games. So the next um, out of the next month, uh, you know, excluding Jacksonville, it, exactly what you're saying, we will eventually have to see a Baker from. Uh, step up type moment to to really have an honest to goodness shot unless the defense does something you know remarkable you know yeah. kind of like how like uh miami was in Tua's first start you know they had sure Tua didn't play all that great but they yeah. had a you yeah, know special a teams touchdown up. they had a bunch of turnovers mm-hmm. yeah yeah so 100%. short short Which, of it's I mean, our defense, our defense helped us out today. We got a defensive score. And I, mean, I will say special teams played better today than it yeah. has been. You know, uh, Jamie Gillen looked a little bit the better. The block kick notwithstanding. Well, yeah, the block kick was a bad move. But. Fabulous punt down at the two-yard line. Which, that, again, I don't know if you caught that. The the blocked punt or the blocked kick was Wyatt Teller. Was it really? Yeah. I did not know Barnett that. Barnett yeah. got through Wyatt Teller on, on the kick. Well, that had nothing to do with the kicker. No, I mean, no, no, I don't right put that, I don't put that no. on Parky one bit. Yeah, um, you, you saw uh, – Whenever you see on a uh, on a field goal um, protection, see an interior O lineman get literally like because you you know they're crouched and whatever they play with leverage. Whenever you see him standing straight up and down, you know you're in trouble. And that's what what happened with Wyatt Teller. If you go back and look at that play, Wyatt Teller got stood up by Derek Barnett, and then he swum swam through him with the swim move and was able to get his able to get his paw up. So White had White had a tough game. I'm interested to see what the Pro Football Focus grade is out on him this week because uh, um, he's been essentially flawless when he's played this yeah, year. This you know, he, be... he missed the three games with the with the calf strain, but uh, but last week he came in. He looked like he didn't miss a beat. Um, but he had a tough one today with with the entire offensive line. You know, uh, Jed Wills whiffed on a block and got Baker sacked. Um, by uh, Sweat and uh, um, Antonio did not play particularly well. Right, and Jake Burns, uh, shout out uh, the Orange and Brown report. Uh, he was I, I follow him. If you're if you're into the ins and outs of a football game and a Browns game, and you want to learn more about the game of football, follow him on Twitter. Um, he he said uh, worst game for the Browns O line all, all season by far. So, but here's the thing. And this is what this is what I wanted to come on here and convey, you know, before we go into the around the NFL. How many years are we watching Browns games and they play these tough games and they lose? Oh, lots. The Browns are winning these games. So yeah, the offensive line played like crap, but they still won. It's it's so much easier to rewatch tape and correct mistakes after a win than a loss because you look at the, you look at the mistakes like 
okay, Jed Wills whiffed on a block on a pass rusher and it led to a sack. And if you lose the game, like say we lost 22 to 17, you know, if you're Jed Wills, you're thinking, oh, if I just make that block, maybe we win the game. Or, you know, on the blocked field goal, you know, Wyatt Teller thinking, man, if I just don't get, if I don't get stood up in my stance, like, and let the guy through, maybe we win the game if we make that field goal, it doesn't get blocked. It's so much easier to be like, okay, yeah, I screwed that up, but you know what? We still won. We're seven and three. Let's make the corrections and let's be better next week. So, yeah. so many years when the Browns are going three and 13, four and 12, five and 11, you point to those games and you're like, oh, man, like if I just make that play, we win. But no, we're not three and seven going into game 11. We're seven and three going into game 11 against the Jags. So, you know, hopefully. They get in there, they make the adjustments, they correct it, and we come out and hopefully I know I know we were talking that there's right now there's a chance of rain in Jacksonville next week, but hopefully it's in the seventies, it's sunny, and we can throttle that team. You know, in the end, the two keys to this game, they kinda go hand in hand for me. The first one is that the Eagles turn the ball over twice inside the ten yard line. Uh, that's something that you often see bad teams do. The Browns did this all the time last mm-hmm. year. True. Uh, and then the second thing was because the Eagles were not putting points up on the board and the Browns had a defensive touchdown as well and were leading, it meant that even though the Browns were not running the ball very well in the early part of the game, they they didn't have to get out of the game plan. They continued with it. Uh, they ended up with 40 rushes compared to 22 passes. Pretty similar uh, mix compared to last week when you had bad weather again. Um, and, and it ended up being the winning formula again. I mean, if in, if the Eagles had finished off the drive in the first quarter and if they would have um, taken the lead in the third quarter with Baker, you know, not having the best game, you know, you start putting the game more in his hands, I, I would have been a lot less optimistic about the outcome of this game. Sure. But, but – um, as it is, it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so any final thoughts before we go to around the league? I know we're going to predict the – real quick, we're going to predict the game next week, but uh, yeah. I, I think we're all going to be in agreement on that one. Mm-hmm. You know, the big thing for me – Oh, it- shout-out, by the way, before we move on, shout-out Denzel Ward. Oof. I mean, he's he's quickly uh, going into rarefied air as far as cornerbacks go with, uh, you know, really quickly – in short order, attaching the elite tag to his mm-hmm. to his name. I he, mean, he, he's he's on he's on the verge of being an All Pro this year. Yeah. Oh, ab- absolutely. And he got. I think he got jobbed on that pass interference call um, down close to the red zone. Hundred percent. And then immediately followed it up with an interception, which just made me so happy. So yeah, I totally agree. Shout out Denzel's going to get paid here in a little in, in a minute. He's, the guy had four PBUs today. Yeah. Four PBUs, an int. Yep, that and, too. And he had a couple good tackles in the run game when uh, when the Eagles tried to string it outside. He had a, he had a couple good tackles, and then uh, and then the the play where um, I think it was Goddard caught the ball on the sidelines, and Denzel was trying to make the tackle. And Goddard's two hundred and sixty pounds. You know, Denzel's one ninety, soaking wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like he's he's. He's bull rushing him down the field, trying to get extra yards, and then Mac Wilson was like, "Uh-uh, you ain't doing that." Yeah. Just that was a hell of a hit. That was amazing. <laughs> that was and, great. And Mac even tweeted about that post game. And I will say this, you know, for, and, and Matt, it was funny. Mac got up and went like that because he, Goddard was talking the whole game. He was giving him the hand signal for you're talking too yeah. much. It's like you know, I, Mac. <laughs> I love Mac on Twitter. I don't love Mac as much on the field. He's had a, he's had a rough year. Let's let's not mince words. It's yes. not been great. Yeah. But I will say this. I love his energy. I love the fact, like he's the kind of teammate you want on your team. Yeah, I would like less cheater and more uh, cheerleader and more production in terms of what he does. Yeah. But he's a fifth round pick for a yeah. reason, right? But at the end of the day, I mean, he was even tweeting about like you're not going to try, you're not going to do that to my boy, right? And um, I, I love that energy. I love that swag. Um, and, and frankly, to have that enthusiasm and that level of swag after getting your ass kicked, I feel like our all defense, season. Yeah, I feel like our defense <laughs> is coming coming together a little bit. Like they're not gangbusters, they're not, you know, but I mean, I tell you 16, what, what they got to do. Yeah, sixteen, seven, seventeen are our last three point totals given up the last three games, and 
I mean, if we can do that every week, the Browns are going to win almost every game that they play. So hell, this week they put out nine points of their own. I mean, that's yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, legitimately, <laughs> the Browns' defense gave up three points. I mean, we talked about it. There was the. I mean, you can't you can't hurt him for the the turnover deep in, in you know Browns turning over right exactly their the own very next the very quarter right the and very then, next play the Eagles scored that touchdown, and right. then uh, what was the uh, shoot what was the other touch oh the other touchdown was at the end of the it was a garbage when the Browns were in prevent I mean really. Yeah. Which also, which, which also, when it was twelve ten. I thought, you know what, the Eagles probably have me, another touchdown in them. They're, the Browns are going to need to score again. Right. Which also made me angry. Games. Like we're not going to, we're already deep into this episode. We're not going to get too much into it. I hate when teams go into prevent defense. Carson Wentz had no idea what he was looking at the entire game. There was no way that the Eagles were going to go down there and score again if you played your normal defense. Why did you switch to prevent? The Eagles went down the field because you were giving them six and seven yard uh, out routes the whole way down the field, and they were able to score once they got that pi. I just I, I hate when teams go to, go to prevent defense. It it just oh god yeah because like it's it's like the the Browns thoroughly outplayed the Eagles. They should have won twenty two to ten, and then you look at the score you look at the score line and it was twenty two to seventeen. Like the game wasn't that close. I mean, if you look at the yardage for both of the teams, the time of possession, and I mean, I mean, in my opinion, it actually was. But the the big kicker was the turnovers. Look at the turnovers: yeah, three three for the Eagles, one for the Browns. Turnovers, sacks, all that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah. Let's uh let let's let's pick next week's game real quick. Uh, line for the game right now is Browns by six. So that's obviously might change a little bit by the time we make our picks next week. But how do you guys see the game next week playing out? I'm seeing Browns in both the points and in the uh, in the overall. I I don't think Jacksonville because I'm thinking that the weather is going to be better in Jacksonville than here. Now, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there could be a freak tropical storm or something. But uh, but other than that, I or mean, a little you, bit of rain. I mean, you figure that uh, it's gonna it's gonna be warmer. It should be more sure. like a game that we saw back in September. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be warmer for sure. And yeah, I I think Browns comfortably like like 10, 14 points, something like that. I don't think the Browns do anything comfortably, but I will say that I think we win this game. I do. I feel. I feel good about it. I don't know. I don't know if I can name you a skilled position player um, who's in Jacksonville right now. I still don't know. Is uh, is must is Fu Manchu still playing? I don't even, yeah, I don't playing? even know if Minshew's. Minshew might be hurt. Him? I have no idea. I literally don't know who's on right. the team. I know uh, Joe Schobert's down there. <laughs> that's that's working out well. For I want, I started so like you know what was hilarious. Oh, was Joe Sh- we lost our opening game because, you know, death taxes and the Browns losing the opener. Mm-hmm. And J- and the Jacksonville is that their only win by the way? They've got two wins. Okay, they have two wins. They won their opener and Joe Schobert said something like this is like a weird no, feeling or I something. No, I spoke. They're actually one and nine. The yeah. only win that they that they have is the opener. They've lost 9 in a row. Right. So Joe Schobert said something or tweeted something to the effect of, I don't know what this feels yeah, like. like. What's uh, 1-0 all about? Yeah, I'm new yeah. to this. Like, okay, Joe. All right, yeah. yeah. Keep that same energy when we're when Nick Chubb is stiff-arming you to the turf. I'll tell yeah. you what. He got paid. Good for him. He got paid a fat amount of money to hey, go down there. And be, if he would have stayed here, I would have been Yeah, I liked the guy. Great. I, I, didn't, I didn't hate the guy, but I no. will say – uh, he got paid a lot of money to go join a losing team. That's what a lot of happens. You know, there's yeah. a lot of like C plus players that get pay- overpaid to go yeah. to bad teams. That's yep. fine. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I, I'm looking forward to Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt just mushing their his face into the ground next week. Um, I, I think we win. I don't think it's going to be super, super comfortable. I think we do something stupid that makes it alarmingly close, like we always do. But I, I do think we, that we win this game. Even a negative Nancy like me sees this as a win. Ryan, you sound just like Stephanie McMahon going with that C plus yeah. player blast. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Uh, Browns are. I I I got a little. Uh, seven and three's got me. Got a little pep in my step. I think the Browns win this game, thirty four to ten. Well, there we go. I, right. I know. Let's Jackson, bust ball out. I mean, Jack. The I expect. And again, this is I'm a I'm a known Baker supporter. I'm a known Baker apologist. I expect him to play like he did against Cincinnati if the weather's if the weather's great. I think his game has gotten screwed with so badly because of the weather the last three games. And again, he's not turning the ball over. It's just we're not seeing the big plays down the field because the offensive game plan and the weather. Like the weather is not conducive to throwing for three hundred yards and five touchdowns. But if it's seventy five degrees and sunny, shout out Brett Hoyer who 
I don't know if he's going to be at the game down there in Jacksonville, but he lives down in Jacksonville. Shout out. Um, I, mean, I, I think Baker's going to, you know, I think um, I look for Jarvis to have a big day. Um, Kadero Hodge was great today. I, 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 they, they have a connection, those two, Baker and um, uh, Kadero Hodge. And then obviously we know what the connection between uh, Higgins and Baker. So I think, I think the Browns are – for the first time, and maybe it's because of the confidence I have in the coaching staff, um, I don't see, like, in a normal year, this would be, like, considered a Browns, like, trap game. Like, this would be a game where, even though maybe at this point in the season, like in a regular Browns year, we're 3-7, and seven, but the but the Jags are 1-9, and nine, and you think, oh, well, we should win this game, and we end up laying a giant egg. I just don't see that happening with this coaching staff. I don't know. I exactly recall a game from years ago where the Browns actually turned Jacksonville over six times in the game. Lost. They, they still and lost. lost. I remember that game. You know, it, that's not that's not happening. This and also, uh, I'll say this: if Miles Garrett is uh, cleared to play for next week, uh, I think he's going to have four or five sacks. <laughs> I, Whoa. Okay. He, he's he's going to have a monster game. He that guy's not letting COVID uh, derail him from getting. Uh, player of the year defensive player mm-hmm. of the year mm-hmm. by the way final thought olivier vernon afc defensive player of the week yeah i mean i mean yeah is there a better I he'll mean, be really, in the conversation three sacks one for a safety i mean yeah you know he's, really he's up there yeah. if he doesn't win and he'll be yeah. it'll take a superhuman effort by somebody else for sure all right so we're all thinking the browns are going to be eight and three after that could you imagine if the browns are eight It'll feel and real here's good. the best part. Eight and three. Before we even get to that game, Thanksgiving night, the Ravens have to play at Pittsburgh. Yes. They could lose their third game in a row and be six and they five. They could. I, I tell you what, the way the Steelers are and I Is hate that game them. in Pittsburgh? It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I hate I hate the Steelers as much as the next guy. Hey, let's keep the same energy. And by yeah. the way, let's keep that same energy with Lamar Jackson, by the way. He played like donkey crap today it doesn't and matter. they lost. That's the thing, though. It's not going to matter. The national media is not going to yeah. pay attention to that. But – if the Browns are six and three and played the Titans and uh, Baker had the line that Lamar Jackson had, you know they'd be talking about. Oh, I agree. With Baker you. can't. Baker can't win a big game. He can't. You know he can't do this. He doesn't perform under Is the pressure. Lamar Jackson blah, 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 worthy blah. of the contract extension. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I, no, yeah. I get. It. I get it. Yeah. it won't happen. When was, the la- when was the last time uh, Lamar Jackson won a big game? I'll wait. That's true. That's true. Well, where exactly are the Browns and the Ravens? In the big lay of the land after today. Yeah, let's go around the NFL. Uh, so starting back on Thursday, we had a really good Thursday game, actually. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the Arizona Cardinals 28-21. to uh, Another um, just fantastic performance by Russell Wilson. And the Seahawks are now 7-3. and The Cardinals are 6-4 and out in the AFC West, or NFC West, excuse me. Um, I'll just mention that the Rams don't play until Monday night, so that's uh, quite a battle shaping up. Rams. The Rams actually play against the Buccaneers, so that that's a really good game tomorrow night. The night games are all fabulous this week. Uh, the, th- the Sunday night game we already mentioned is uh, Kansas City playing at Las Vegas, uh, which Kansas City's only lost this year so far was to Vegas. I, I find it amazing that Las Vegas is an eight-point underdog at home to a team they already beat. That just doesn't make any sense to me. I think uh, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of uh, revenge. Uh, Big Brother saying, "Okay, you guys may you you may have gotten me today, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back in your place tonight." I I I I'm I picked you took Kansas City. In the I points. picked KC to cover, okay. and I think they will. I, yeah. I I will say this for a team that's playing as well as the Raiders are right now, being a, being an eight point underdog, you could easily see a Gruden led team being galvanized by that. But they're going up against Patty Mahomes and the and the Chiefs. It's not like they're going up against, uh, uh, you know, the Broncos or something. Well, obviously, uh, we are big Chiefs fans here. Go, that would... who owna the Chiefs? Go <laughs> Chefs! You know, if that would drop, the... that would drop the Raiders to six and four. Would drop them behind the Browns. That would be very helpful. Oh yeah, did you hear that, guys? Behind the Browns. Yeah. yeah. Looking around, looking into the one o'clock games here. Um, in the department of no surprise, the Saints defeated the <laughs> the hapless Falcons twenty four to nine. Matt Ryan threw two pick uh, more picks today, uh, and Taysom Hill got his first win as an NFL starting quarterback yeah, today. Whatever. 
So New Orleans is now eight and two. They will remain atop the NFC. Yeah. South. Did you guys? Did, by the way, did you hear like the extent of Drew Brees' injuries? Yeah, like, he has like eleven broken ribs. Yeah. Oh my. It's a lot. How is he? He's forty-one years old. How is he going to play again? I have no idea. He was somehow standing on the sidelines today. He played through a, a yeah. chunk of the. Of yeah. That. He had. I, I think it was. It was three of them, and then he had this crunching hit last week that took him out of the game that like broke the remaining eight. I don't even. Do you even have eleven ribs in your body? That's like, what a lot of people, a lot of people are tweeting about. That they're like, okay, so uh, honesty alert. I don't know how many ribs we have. And yeah, I was right. like, yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm yeah, I'm trying I, to feel. I'm it. looking at Twitter and I'm like feeling my side. Like, and I'm like, wait a minute, okay, you can only one, see two, six or eight. Three. Can't feel it. I had yeah. one too many, like one a, too many Chipotle bowls. I can't feel it <laughs> unless you're like a pro bodybuilder or something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, a lot of games <sighs> involving good teams versus good and bad against bad. Yeah, that one made that, this week extremely tough to call it you know not just in points but also in straight up games um new england patriots go down to houston they had a big win last week uh any momentum they had got snuffed out by the texans they win 27 to 20 over the patriots that drops new england at four and six and pretty much removes them of any shot of going to the playoffs this year <laughs> um, so thank you houston for that um prison inmate alert the- here here here's what uh, when was the last time New England uh, uh, wanted to hear uh, this sound effect this early in the season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And they're not going to be picky. Wait, hold on. This is uh, – here's what I got to say to the ah, – here's what I got to say to the New England Patriots' uh, playoff chances. <laughs> Give them a little sweet chin music for those playoff chances. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we mentioned the Jaguars a little bit earlier today. They didn't do diddly-poo on <laughs> offense or defense yes. against the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers yes. win 27-3. to I don't know why I picked the Jaguars and the points in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. That was I'm there such a you. bad choice. I did, too. Well, you both took the Jags on this one? Yes. Nice. did. Weren't I, they, I, they, I did not. Weren't they, oh, you did. Okay, no, you were a smart good one. Lord, weren't, no. they, weren't they getting eight points? <laughs> it was like eight or ten. It was ten. a lot. Yeah. It's the Jags, guys. I know. <laughs> ten <laughs> points is a my, lot in the NFL. My Steelers are undefeated. And Dan has used this before. Like, if, if a home team is getting more than seven points, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. We're, we're Unless you're the them. Jets. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, this this is a, a result that proves the rule. So the Steelers are ten and zero. Obviously, we're not going to catch that. But you know, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Um, prison inmate. No, we don't alert. even have to play it. Prison inmate alert. Oh boy. The football team was a winner over the Bengals today, twenty to nine. Not a good day for the Bengals or for. Or for <laughs> This, that's that's for Bengal fan, <laughs> yeah. especially because of what happened to Joe Burrow today. Oh, that was ugly. Um, nasty hit to his plant leg as he was throwing, and I, I mean, my, we saw the replay, and my dad turns to me and he says, "That's an ACL, MCL, and PCL, yep. most likely." Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's not, but that looked very ugly. I think we know ACL for sure. I don't know the ex- the full extent, but there's yeah, absolutely no way. A, yeah, he's gonna get a he's gonna get exams done. Yeah, season ending without a shadow of a doubt. Um, it's a shame too because Burrow he was having a heck of a start to the year, and this was the exact fear that we had with with Cincinnati. And put aside the fact that they're a divisional opponent, um, it sucks when you see a really talented, uh, high potential quarterback just running for his life behind a terrible line. We've done that in Cleveland yeah. for years. I mean, we, we, we've talked about it this whole year. I mean, it was only a matter of time before they got him killed. And I don't yeah. mean literally. I mean like like an injury or something, like yeah. Yeah. ending his season. The good news is these uh, you know knee surgeries are getting better and better these days. Yeah. But at the end of the day, oh, he'll, we, be, we, back. he'll we, be back by training we camp. We still don't know what he'll be back like, though. I mean, sure. We we take it for granted. This is this is a serious injury. So uh, it's uh, same type of deal with Dak Prescott. And yeah. Dallas. Oh gosh, uh, you, absolutely. Certainly, other cases. The you know the Bengals are obviously committed to Joe Burrow. What Cowboys are going to do with Prescott, I think, is really interesting. Um, in the department of not getting off the bus. The Detroit Lions get shut out in Charlotte today, twenty to nothing, by the Panthers, who had lost, <laughs> who had lost five in a row coming. That was also today. for me because I stupidly picked the Lions. Today. Me too. My oh. dumb. I, I mean, why wouldn't you? There's a backup quarterback. Carolina had been terrible. 
Shame on you suckers for that one. I'm yep. pissed. I, sh- I, I thought about it for a second. Yep. I was like, oh, no, wait. Bridgewater's out. Let's go with Detroit. Their def- hey, Rebecca, call your people. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Good, good friend of the show. This was, uh, this, this was, uh, this was Carolina to me after uh, I picked the Lions. <laughs> and in the biggest game by far of the 1 o'clock window, other than our game probably, the Titans and the Ravens went to overtime. And in OT, it was Derrick Henry with the walk-off winner in Baltimore to give the Titans a 30-24 to win over the Ravens, who now have lost three straight. Hey, Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Baltimore. You're looking up at the Browns in the standings now. Love it. Titans Love it. Seven and three. And still locked in a, a real battle with Indianapolis in the AFC South. And uh, moving on to the four o'clock window with a nice segue. The Colts, with nine minutes left, are leading the Packers 31 to 28. That's been a back and forth battle pretty much all day. Uh, Green Bay is seven and two looking pretty solid in the NFC North at this point with the fact that the Bears are going in reverse. Um, the Vikings could actually get back to 500 if they beat the Cowboys. They actually are ahead of the Cowboys with about six minutes left, 28-24. So could Indianapolis go to 7-3? and three? Maybe. We'll see about that. They're, they're ahead right now, but uh, it's still a toss-up game. Um, Cowboys are actually leading the Vikings for most of the day, but the Vikings have really come back hard in that game. Oh, did they? Yeah. Interesting. What's the score right now? 28-24 Vikings with about six minutes to go. I mean, that's that that's on brand for the Cowboys this year. Yeah, pretty Have much. a lead and piss it away. I'm surprised they have 24 points. Their offense is actually looking semi-competent today. So um, another team that we're watching as far as the Browns are concerned, the Dolphins, they are trailing Denver 20 to 13. They're actually in the Denver red zone right now with two minutes left at the two minute wow. warning. So, a lot of drama there. Um, if that result holds, De- Miami will fall to six and four. So, crossing our fingers that the Broncos can close this game out. Heck yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Like, you figure like some of these games would be decided at this point, given that we're, you know, 7 04 actual time right now, but they're yeah. all close. Yeah. And even in Los Angeles, where the Chargers had a big lead early. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Thirty-four to twenty-six. The no, Jets trying really? to come back on the Chargers. The Jets and, are going to oh, cover. By the way, two-minute warning. Jets driving. The Jets are going to cover. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be a loss for me. If it... I think all of us. What was the line on that Eight game? Eight and a half. Oh, the half point is is. Drilling us right now. Come on, Flacco. Throw a pick six. You know you want to. <laughs> He's got him in him. He definitely does. Oh, man. Oh, man. And this just breaking news, Miami just turned the ball over. Yes. Looks like Denver is Let's going to hang go. on. Let's go. Let's go. Everything's going our way today. Yeah, to 58 it. seconds left. Miami's down to one timeout. It certainly appears now that Denver is going to win. That's nice. That snaps a four-game winning streak for the Dolphins. And we'll Fantastic. drop them to six and four. So you could have, I, right now, you had the Ravens lose. The Dolphins are going to lose here. Indianapolis is hanging on. Maybe they win, maybe they don't. And then you got the Raiders later tonight against the Chiefs. You could have a scenario where all four of these teams go down today, which would be just exactly what the doctor ordered. Oh, you know it. You know it. Is that it? Is that yeah. it for the around the NFL? All yeah, right. So, so that does it. Uh, Browns getting a lot of help today. They helped themselves out, most importantly, with a 22-17 to 17 win. Um, any final thoughts before we, uh, before we end the show tonight? The Cowboys also just turned the ball over. Minnesota's <laughs> got the ball back there, so they're probably going to win. Ay, 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 boy. To I'm, be a Cowboys fan, huh? Wink. So sorry, <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, exactly. So sorry, you know, every – other person who we you know who we know who is somehow attached to this podcast like Hannah Uvegas or my brother Matthew Jordan, or uh, my Jordan, dad Jordan, Jordan or Jordan Gonzalez. Gonzalez, all of their teams their teams stink. all stink. 
This They're year. all terrible. Yep. Not us for one season. Not us. See, you get rewarded when you don't have uh, <laughs> alternate teams. Although, I mean, Jordan doesn't really have an alternate team. No, he's pretty. No, diehard. he doesn't. Yeah. Credit where it's due. He, he'll 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 yeah. ride or die with him. Yeah. True. Mostly dying. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is this is a post game football podcast, yeah. but we can talk about the Rockets right now. Yikes! Yeah, belly all the way up. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Bill O'Brien. Hey, hey, Coach hey to his credit, his uh, Tottenham hot his Tottenham Hotspur got him a big big win yesterday. So oh, there you go, big win over Man City. So they're uh, they're top of the table right now. I think. Dang. Tottenham. Yeah, I enjoy watching. Not Man to be City not lose. to be outdone with uh, AC Milan, who got a. Three to one win over Napoli today. They are also top of the table in Serie A. Yeah, Juve's down there floundering with the with the fishes in fourth. S A W T. Anyway, uh, that's gonna do it for our post game show. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on social media at the L O T L podcast, and uh, we will be back uh, in a couple days with our normal episode of the show on Tuesday. Uh, recording on Tuesday, you'll probably get to listen to it on Wednesday. So uh, that is that. So for Ryan and Steve, I'm Dan. You've been listening to the Deerfield Gridiron LOTL postgame show, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Go Browns. Bye.